Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on, my brother? Man, I can't call it, man. Another day of podding is always a good day. But, uh, yeah, man, how you feeling, though, man? Everything good with you? Yeah, man, um, everything going good. Um, I'm excited about what we watching, you know what I'm saying, because uh, I got some I got some uh, fire shows, man. Man, I got a I got a fire show myself, man. I, I was debating on talking about two, but I was like, I'm gonna hold off on it, man. But I, I got a real good one though. Yeah, I definitely got two. So um let's get into it. Let's do it. If I could find a video. Oh, there you go. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So, um, what you got, man? I'm up. I'm up. All right. So, I am watching a Amazon Prime show. Reacher, man. Uh, came out, I believe, last week. Uh, I watched all, if I'm not mistaken, eight episodes. Took me a couple of days to get it in. Um, I seen the movie, and the movie was look. This is this is the terrible part about the movie. The show is a whole lot better than the movie. For mm-hmm. two reasons. The first reason is the guy that played Jack Reacher in Reacher actually looked like what Jack Reacher supposed to be. He's 6'5", <laughs> like 280, solid muscle. And in the movie, you got Tom Cruise, 5'4", a buck 30, but he's whooping everybody's ass. Get mm-hmm. out of here with that bullshit, man. So they actually picked the right person to play Jack Reacher in the show on Amazon. And the thing about it is, like, Jack Reacher is just this drifter guy. He goes into this small town in Georgia, and <clears throat> when he gets there, this body is found. And so when he was – because he got the bus to drop him off, so he's walking down the street. He goes to this diner, and the police arrest him, thinking that he has something to do because he walked past a body that was, like, in the trouble, and people – said, yo, there was this large guy walking down the road. He had something to do to murder. So they tried to pin a murder on him. Come to find out, the body that was on the side of the street was his brother. Mm. And and um, so then he's an ex-military cop. So he ended up working with the cops. Well, he got exonerated because they seen that he was on the bus when the time of the murder and all that type of shit. But anyway... Mm. So uh, the thing about the show is, so he is helping this black cop in this hick white town and this other cop to solve this. Uh, <laughs> Where you know you from the south, bro? This nigga say hick white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That's, that's funny as fuck to me, bro. Yo, and it comes, yo, like, because they keep fucking with the dude because he's a black mm-hmm. Harvard dude from oh, Boston. Yeah. 
And like they give him he the hardest time. time. Yeah. And <laughs> definitely. So um he ended up helping the cops with this investigation and like bodies start showing up everywhere. But they did a they did a really good job, man. I've been I've been waiting on Prime to, to give me something good. Mm-hmm. Like they've been putting out some material, but for me, it hasn't been anything that grabbed my attention. Right. Uh, Richard, Richard ended up being all right, man. I think I think you were fucking Richard. But if you're going on Amazon Prime, I already told you where to go. You know what I'm saying? If you go on Amazon Prime, man, I told yeah. you. I understand. I know when you see him, he's funny. But I'm telling you, Jack Ryan, man, it's a good, it's a good ass fucking show, man. I'm telling you. But uh, Jack Reacher, man. Well, not Jack. I'm sorry. Uh, just Reacher. Reacher on Amazon Prime. John Krasinski will always be Jim Halpert to me, no matter what he's doing. Uh, yeah. Always. Okay. I, I'm gonna check it out though, because I told you I would, but I'm gonna check it out. But he's it's gonna look like Jim Halpert is doing shit. But um, so for me, man, I got two of them things, man. Um, my first one, you know what I'm saying, is uh a show that you know what I'm saying has been out for a long, long time right now. <clears throat> but my little cousin kind of put me onto it. Uh he's been on this anime kick for like the last five years. So he's really been in the anime. So one day he told me, you know what I'm saying, that I should check out this show called Attack on Titans. We had this conversation about, like, giants and all this other shit. So he was like, yo, you should check out this anime called Attack on Titans. So I'm like, man, I've seen little clips here and there. I, you know, so I've seen memes and shit about it. He was like, no. He was like, cuz, I'm telling you, you would enjoy this because this is some different type shit. He was like, you would appreciate it just for what the, you know what I'm saying, show is. So... I started Attack on Titans. I'm on season one. Season one is on Netflix, and it's good. Can't lie, I'm hooked in. I'm on I'm on five uh, episode five right now, but I'm hooked in. It's it's a great show so far. Um, I'm definitely enjoying it. He told me that it gets better as the seasons go along. So after I finish season one on Netflix, they, he's telling me that the rest of the seasons are on Hulu. So if you want to get started, you can get on Netflix. If not, you can just get on Hulu and watch it. But check out Attack on Titan if you're in the anime. Or if you want to start with anime, that's a great uh, place to start. And that's what he told me. So that's what I'm telling y'all. And then last but not least, man, let me tell you something. I have watched the greatest documentary of all time. Uh-oh. Oh, yes, sir. Let me tell you something. This man here is a fucking legend. Ladies and gentlemen. I know everybody's been talking about it. I know it's been all over the socials and everything else. But I finally watched The Tender Swindler. And when I tell you, this (laughs) nigga is a fucking icon, bro. Man, when I tell you, I was intrigued from start to finish. This nigga was the coldest. Hey, man. Clap it up for my man Simon Levy, bro. I wish we had the the, the clap uh, uh, button somewhere <laughs> around here, but that nigga is the truth, bro. That nigga was was uh, finagling the the pocket change out of every foreign white woman in Eastern Europe, bro. <laughs> this nigga is is the man, bro. So shout out to Simon Levy um, on Netflix, man. Y'all go check out the Tinder Swindler. It's listen. It's it's so good. Like you get it, it, it'll give you a good laugh. But it's so amazing just how gullible and naive some people can be. Man, I like, heard I heard one story where he said that yo, like 
I, I don't know verbatim, but mm-hmm. like I'm held up at customs and they telling oh, me nigga. that I'm, I, I need 50 grand nigga. and I give it to you back. And then he used the 50 grand to take another girl out. <laughs> nigga. No, Listen, like, no, let me, let me explain. Let me explain to you how my man breaks it down. Right. So basically he meets a girl, right? He didn't already swindled the first, he already got one. He's swindling off rip. So he meets a new girl on Tinder. But he's taking her out with the money that the other girl is giving him. But he's lying to them and telling them that he's the son of one of the most famous diamond salesmen in the world. He done took this man's last name, changed his name, everything. Right. So once this happens, okay, he's constantly going on uh, on Tinder and doing this. This is a whole this is a whole cycle. So he gets a girl, they fall in love because you know what I'm saying she thinking that a billionaire is on Tinder for some odd ass reason. And you know what I'm saying? She just be the one to get picked. So she get picked. She fall in love because he whining and dining her, taking her places, doing all these things with her. And then this nigga will say, Hey, you know what I'm saying? The people that are trying to find these diamonds are trying to kill me. So he is sending pictures of like his bodyguard beat up and all kind of shit like that. He got like bloodstained shirt, all kind of shit, right? So he's sending the girl the pictures. And then he tell her, listen, I can't use my credit cards because that's how they tracking me. If it's possible, can you send me some money? You know what I'm saying? That way I can continue doing my business or whatever. And then as soon as everything is clear, I'll send you the money back. So, this shit goes on for probably about a good month or two. And they taking out loans in their name. They giving this nigga cards. All kind of shit, man. All kind of shit. This nigga getting like buku amounts of cash, right? They flying into him, bringing them the cash in, in the bags and shit. So like every everything is, is you know what I'm saying, like is top notch. Like shit going great. And so when this nigga is, when this nigga is doing his thing, they basically are funding the next girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they all that type of shit. So yeah, like they basically funding the next girls joint. So then this nigga be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Everything cool and clear. I'm gonna write you a check. And then you know what I'm saying, you good. So he write him a check for like way over the amount. So you now they they really into it. They thinking like, oh, he giving me a check. It's good. It's extra money on top of it. I only gave him like a hundred thousand. He giving me five hundred thousand. Man, these motherfucking checks be bouncing like <laughs> like big breast in the in the porn movie, bro. <laughs> Man, that shit be crazy, bro. Oh man, I heard a little bit about it, and I'm like, yo, man, the way that people be out here getting scammed, my guy. Man, when I tell you, bro, hilarious, bro. Oh, is, I was so I was so amazed at how they was just going along with it. Like, first and foremost, bro, what would make a billionaire get on Tinder? The amount of rooms that you in, the amount of places you could go. You telling me, dude. All you got to do, like, these girls are getting so smart to the point where they can see your shoes or anything and just know, like, oh, Nick, that guy you got money. Say, only thing you got to say is, hey, how you doing? I'm a billionaire. And you got her. That's it. Like, why? You, you know, like, you don't need to be on Tinder. But if you're on Tinder, 
you on it for the thrill, but but what's the point of even dealing no. with social media? Because you could no. get them catfish. When it when when have you seen Bill Gates on Instagram? When have you seen Steve Jobs on Instagram or Twitter? When have you seen Jeff Bezos posting on Twitter or or up uh, uh, updating his Facebook status? These niggas are busy. They don't got time for no fucking Tinder. And these, I almost said the B word. These women should know better that a billionaire would never be on fucking Tinder, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, but this, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just just check that out because if y'all want to, if y'all want to get a good laugh and just be in awe of stupidity and and naivety, then yes, the Tinder Swindler is for you, and it is an amazing show. Nuts. That's so, man, 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 um. So we doing a um we doing a, a, a classic, bro. This is one of those ones um that I grew up on. Like I said on the coming soon last episode, I grew up on this movie. This was one of the movies that uh, when me and my mom would go to the library, I would pick out. I was able to get two books and get a movie. And so the two movies, I'm sorry, the three movies I would always get is The Wiz, Six Man, and Don't Ask Me Why. But Titanic. I can see why. It wasn't because of the boobs. I'm telling you that now. No, nah, it was for the last 30 minutes. No, like I just I, I really like Titanic as a movie. No, I mean I like Titanic. I'm a I'm a visual person. Like I, I yeah. just love seeing like a lot of old shit and like yeah. the way they redid it and all that type shit. At the time it, it was fire, bro. Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm, never, I'm it, with you. Cause it came out, it came out in two VHSs. I mean, it came out in a double tape VHS uh, set. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, like that. And then that that was the first time I've ever seen some shit like that too, where you had to watch this shit on two different tapes. Well, so, it was the same way. The first it. Oh yeah, no, nah, I, I never watched that joint like that. Oh my bad. Okay. I had to go back and watch it. That was something <laughs> I, like that. That's just something that just wasn't in my in my alley. Like, um, but not nah, like Titanic for some odd reason, man. That was just my joint. But it, it makes sense now because you know what I'm saying, knowing how I'm in the history and everything. But yeah. at the time, you know, I didn't really as a kid. You don't know no shit like that. You just like the movie, and for some odd reason, I just love Titanic. So for you know, that's a fun fact. If anybody listening, I like Titanic. Sorry, if it's on TV, I'm watching it. I'm but now, you. now that I'm older, it's definitely for the last thirty minutes. Yeah, I even do. I I even went down the wormhole of like looking up the the Titanic, like the pictures. Why you know down? You, oh, know, you already know a lot of pictures. And the, uh, and the like, dude. I I seen pictures of like the builders building it and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I got like deep into that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know I know what you mean. It's supposed to be an unsinkable ship. Niggas don't know that it had a sister ship. You know what I'm saying? It was uh, it was supposed to be a third one made. That was gonna make a Titanic two, right? Mm-hmm. But they wasn't sure. You know, they ended up building it, and that motherfucker sunk too. Crazy. That's, That's a fact. You remember I told? Remember I told you when I went to Gatlinburg, I went into the uh, the Titanic museum joint. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm in, I'm into this shit. Like I really yeah. am. Like so. But no, I'm, it's it's, I'm a, with... it's a really good movie though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was one of the joints. But Six Man for sure, bro. Like, 
to me that this movie is so fucking hilarious. It's a lot. I got, of course, as you can tell, I got a lot of sentimental value to it, but it's a hilarious movie. Um, and at the time, um, Marlon Wayne's him being on the Wayne's brothers, him doing uh black and, no not black and white. What's the one he did? Uh Oh my God! What is that movie? Requiem, Requiem for a Gene. I think that's what, what? it was called. Uh, only thing I remember him being in from that time period was uh Mo Money. That's the only thing I remember from that time period. Hold on, let me see real quick. Let me see, cause this came out in '97. Yeah. So yeah. don't be a don't be a menace. That came out in '96, and Living Color was '92 to '94. Above the Rim was '94. Maybe that was after this. Mo Money was '92. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Was '88. Yeah. But see, I'm I'm talking about around like around this time, right? So like we seen we seen them in Don't Be a Menace, of course. Mm-hmm. We seen them in The Wayans Brothers. We seen them in Above the Rim. We seen them in more money, you know what I'm saying. So those those was the ones that kind of had them. Don't be a menace to me was the one that really was putting them on. And then um, you're right, I'm tripping. That was later on down the line. Okay, so Requiem for a Dream was later on down the line. That's when he started getting into like acting, acting. Um, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. He had Wayne's Brothers. You know what I'm saying. He had uh, Senseless that came out after that, where he had he was doing the drug testing thing. That came out after this one, but this one right here specifically was dope because it was it was two black leads and it had some very important people on they come up. Like Chris Spencer was in here. Chris Spencer is one of like the most sought after Hollywood writers. You know what I'm saying? He's also been on like the Jamie Foxx show and like other TV shows and stuff. But Chris Spencer does a great job. He's also a comedian. Like he was in this movie as um, I think his name was like Jimmy or something like that. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, he was Jimmy. And then um, who else was in this man? Uh, let me see, let me see. Michael Michelle. You know what I'm saying? She was hot at the time. She was in New Jack City and man, a whole bunch of other movies. Well, hold on, hold on. Slow, slow your road. What do you mean hot at the time? Dude. I'm talking about her acting career. Yeah, but she's still bad. Oh, no. I'm, yeah. man, I would never Listen. disrespect Michael Michelle. Hey. First, of, first and foremost, let me tell you something, man. No, nah, I ain't going to go. I ain't going to tell that story. But listen, Michael Michelle, bro, <laughs> okay? Hey, her, she was- Vanessa, Vanessa Williams, Vanessa L. Williams. Yeah. Um, Naomi Campbell. You can have that one. What? In the 90s? In the early 90s? I was never big into her, man. I always used to be like, what? Naomi Campbell was so fine to me, bro. Tyra Banks. She was fine. Mark Voorhees. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. what? AJ Johnson was still fine, too? Yep, she was, too. You want to know who used to get me, though? And I think it was the, the album cover, man. Tony Braxton. I know she wasn't an actor, but Tony Braxton. I, I was on the never album cover. I, I was never in the Tony man. Braxton. She had that short hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the white shirt with the blue jeans. 
she was fly. She was always fly. I just wasn't ever into Tony Braxton though. I used to stare. I used to stare at that album cover, man. Yeah, kids don't understand. Like you can just see naked people. Just you know what I'm saying. You you had to imagine Foxy Foxy Brown, bro. Hey man, listen, you crazy, bro. She came out spitting and rapping and shit. I was like, damn, who was that? (laughs) I I didn't even hear what she was saying. I was like, she cold. So you know what I'm saying. Um, Kevin Dunn, man, he's been in a whole bunch of movies. Um. Already said Chris Spencer. Um, Harold Sylvester was in there. Octavia Spencer was in there. Um, and we all see what she's been doing now. Paul Ben Victor, he's one of the dudes that he's been in some movies that, um, you know what I'm saying? You will see him every now and then. And then you had like Will Sasso, Flex Alexander. Um, and then they had, you know what I'm saying, people playing themselves in it. Dickie V, Bill Walton. Yeah. Brad Nestler, John Thompson, rest in peace. Um, Nolan Richardson was in it. Who? Nolan Richardson, Arkansas old coach. Yep. I mean, listen, Craig Wayans was in this, bro. Damon Wayans' son. So he was the kid. Yep. Yep. But that just lets you know, like, just, you know what I mean? Like that's it's it's just dope to it, it's dope to be able to see this type of cast, especially with this type of story too. Like this was something that was kind of you know what I'm saying, like in a in a different lane compared to what we were seeing black movies be in that time anyway. Like this is like a supernatural slash comedy slash sports movie. Slash drama almost, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and actually, like the emotions really take you all over the place because, mm-hmm. like, you you haven't. First of all, these two dudes completely carried this whole movie. Like, they needed back surgery after this because, like, yeah. if they wasn't in it, it it's definitely wouldn't work. Right. Um, right. because the rest of the dudes, like, yeah, Jimmy was funny when when they let him spoke speak, mm-hmm. but like everybody else, like. It was it, Ziggy it, it, was alright. Ziggy was not alright. Ziggy was alright. <laughs> he, he did a great job playing a foreigner, bro. Um, but, uh, the Malik Major dude, I, I can't stand him. That ball yeah. head, that ball head irritates me every time. And then Danny O'Grady, bro, the greatest white point guard to ever play for the Husky. <laughs> the greatest white point guard to ever play for the Husky, bro. Come on, man. What are we talking about? Hey. <laughs> What we talking about, bro? Hey, you stupid. Yo, when he told him to dunk. Yeah, <laughs> man. What? Oh, man. Hey, he told him. He said, man, he said, he can't dunk. He's short. He said, man, you're seven foot. You can't touch the rim. At least I'm seven foot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, bro. my God. I'm telling you, but, bro. Hilarious. But like man, like the the emotions really take you all over the place because like it start out like giving you the background of them and then their relationship or how tight they was, mm-hmm. and then this motherfucker has a heart attack on the floor and dies, yo. Yeah, and it's like so. Then wait a minute, not just a not just a regular heart attack after dunking the ball. Yeah, he has a heart attack. Let's go to the rim. Falls, hits his back and his head. Possibly also giving him a concussion and a fucking brain aneurysm. Yeah. 
And then it's like, so then it gives you that emo- emotional roller coaster of him losing his brother, and then this motherfucker come back, and he got all the jokes in the world. <laughs> it's like, yo, mm-hmm. this dude is dead. It's like, mm-hmm. like it, it takes you all over the place, man. And and I thought that, like you were saying, for for two black leads in 1997 to have like this type of film, because I never yeah. really seen like a black film. In, in this realm of like, like the, the, I think the closest we got shit. to it was like Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi, and, yeah, and, and but Ghost. it was but it was mainly Patrick Swayze and Demi mm-hmm. Moore. So, yep. um, but yeah, like we didn't really dabble in that supernatural world. So I yeah. thought that that was dope for that to come out in '97. But I think that um, Marlon did a really really great job. And but the thing is like. Compared to his counterparts, now as fine as Michael Michelle is, mm-hmm. she can act like it. This no, is no, just a great job. yeah. This ain't just no pretty girl, and we're just gonna put it on screen right. because she's pretty. No, like she actually can act. Um, just like Vanessa Williams, it's like mm-hmm. you would think. Oh, Miss USA, oh, they just put her on there because she's pretty. No, mm-hmm. she really can act and she can sing. Yeah, so kind of. Yeah, she wasn't the greatest. I mean, she had that one joint, but um. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna keep kind of on there, cause yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, uh, Michael Michelle. Oh my god, no, so fine, so so Man, fine. It's just crazy. Um, well, this picture yeah. that they got of her on IMDb too, though. Like, come on, man, oh, that's not cool. It's not at all. Um, mm. but. Yeah, what I was going to say was the job that Marlon did, it was just like, I mean, damn, like he's obviously, him and Kadeem, like they stood out because Mm -hmm. this wasn't no all-star cast. Like it had a couple of noticeables, and I think that some of these people weren't noticeable until later on. Like like a guy like Kevin Dunn, like his career after this, like he's he's a noticeable actor. Oh, for Um, real. So, but at the time he wasn't, and the coach guy, you know what I'm saying? He he had he was a little noticeable in in the uh late to mid well late well mid nineties, uh, early two David Paymer, he was in some joints. Was he? I ain't never seen him. I, I mean I've I seen you. him. I, I've I seen him you. in other I'm shit. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you I, the ones that you'll probably that when when you hear them, you'll probably know for real. So like let's see around ninety seven. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's Dave's dad. And Dave. On um, that I didn't FX. know. I gotta go back and watch the rest of this. Yeah, yeah he's that. yeah, he, he don't have a, a large role because they don't really show his parents that much. Right. But yeah, he's he's in Dave. But yeah. um So like in ninety seven, right? He was in Amistad, he was in gang related. Um I don't know if you ever seen Carpool, but he was in Carpool. That was actually funny. Um, oh, he was in Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell was trash, though, to me. He was in Get Shorty. He was in... Um, the Ocean's 13? Yeah. Oh, man. You remember Duckman? Did you ever see... Did you ever watch Duckman? No, nah, I never seen Duckman. Yeah, Duckman was that joint. Um, he was in Duckman. He was in uh, City Slickers 2. And he was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Uh, he was in Searching for Bobby Fisher. He was in City Slickers, the first one. 
He was in Jake and the Fat Man. Oh like, man, he was in Hurricane, which you might have said that. No, nah, I ain't say Hurricane yet. But yeah, he, he was in some joints, bro. He was in some. Yeah, joints, yeah. Bro. I mean, you know, he done he done some stuff, but I mean, like he's not a guy that you know what I mean stand out like that. Yeah, to me. But but no, like I'm just saying, like the the job that they did, it was. I mean, it wasn't hard to to see it because I just felt like it, it's really other than Jimmy, it's really the basketball team. It's just like, yo, these dudes really can't act. Yo, like, not that they can't act, they just they just not as talented as well, the, you know what I mean. The thing was, the thing was, is like I felt like they got so little screen time. And then on top of that, like most of their screen time was on the basketball court, except for like when they had the the um when they did the when they did the team meeting, you know what I'm saying? Um to get Antoine off the once they found out Antoine was the ghost and he came back and he was helping them, they was trying to get Antoine there, trying to tell him, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, let him let us play, man. We want to play. We don't want you to keep helping us, which was stupid to me. I never understood that part. Like, bro, you got to fucking, you got to, <laughs> you got to ghost on your team. Don't bro. do it, man. And then he said, and then he said, then the, he was like, uh, I for, I think it was Jimmy. He was like, he was selfish on the court. And now he's, no. and now he's selfish. So I forgot that's, what he said. That's but he the dude was, with the gap. Malik. I tell you, no, Malik was, no, Malik made, he was the one, Malik said, yo, I'm averaging 18 oh, yeah, he points. Like, he can still use yeah, me. He can, yeah. Because that's no, when they got scared. He started he start flipping the bed up and shit. They got nervous in the motherfucker. Yeah, but now, for what I was going to say, the reason I said don't do that, I was like, man, you're going to sit here and really have no integrity. Because, like, you want another thing about it. It's like mm-hmm. when you're young, you're not even realizing these motherfuckers cheating. Like, no, <laughs> like you, that, don't, that don't even cross your fucking mind at all. You so it amazed at the fact that this nigga is a ghost playing basketball <laughs> that you can care less about any of that shit. I'm gonna be all the way real with you, nigga. If he would have never came back from the dead, them niggas would have never won another game. No, dude, because they was dude, Kenny they was, was trash. Ten. Kenny was not trash, bro. I'm gonna see. Okay, no, 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 no. We're not gonna do that because I'm gonna tell you what it is. He was is, a, he was a great point guard. This in is the this was, sense. Yes. And <laughs> see, I I got I got a lot on Kenny. Okay. I was I was really ready for this because like we've had this conversation on like siblings. Like mm-hmm. when you have one sibling that's you know quote unquote great or whatever. Right. And Kenny always played the backseat to his brother. He because his brother was just more athletic than he was. And like, even the whole thing of them showing them as kids, yeah, his dad was like, "Yo, Kenny, I want you to take the last shot." And he was like, "You want me to take it?" And it was just like he's so used to his brother getting everything to the point where he always played that back seat. Like mm-hmm. anytime we need a big play, and it's, and then you also got your brother shitting on you, not knowing that he's shitting on you because he was like, "Kenny, take the last shot." Why you want him to take the last shot? He gonna miss it. Like the fuck, you, you can't be like, "All right, little boy, he's trash." Like, no, he's not trash. He's bro, not trash. Kenny, Kenny, listen, Kenny was not trash, man. What it was was Kenny was thrown to the wolves when his brother. First of all, he's playing after his brother fucking died. Right. That's number one. Which was his then, choice. Yes, 
But then you're throwing him in the role of we need you to that 30 points your brother was dropping. Mm -hmm. You dropping eight points, 20 assists and shit. So obviously you you hooking your brother up all the time. You're so used to being that that dish point guard. Yeah, so now we want you to become the star. Like, no, and he told the coach. Coach was like, yo, I need you to pick up the slack. He's like, yo, that's not my role. And he mm-hmm. was like, well, I'm going to need it to be your role. You yeah, can't you ask- make it your role, Kenny. That's my favorite yeah, it's part, like, Yeah, it's like, yo, you can't you can't ask a guy who's a, a primary passer to just, yo, I'm going to need you to start dropping 30 points a game now. Man, after your, bro- after your brother foremost, died. First and foremost, let's, let's keep it real. Kenny would have never got to Washington if it weren't for Antoine. Well, yeah, well, we know that. But this is what y'all also forget. Don't forget, it's A and K all the way, not K and A all the way. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Saying, <laughs> you don't brother. do that to Kenny, man. I'm just saying, brother. I, we don't know what happened. Kenny probably won a state championship in senior year when his brother was at Washington, man. That's not know. true. <laughs> How do you know? Because they would have mentioned it. You notice they never mentioned that, nothing about this nigga playing high school ball. No, even man, the commentator was like, yeah, Kenny Antoine and Kenny Tyler, yeah, he got recruited when his brother the first year. Like, we already knew this. Man, listen, man, you go, you got to stop disrespecting Kenny, man. Kenny's game was set in that peewee game when he missed the shot. He didn't miss the shot. He yes, gave he his did. brother the ball. No, he, he didn't. He missed it, exactly. No, he, he missed didn't. The shot. He no. missed the shot. Did he Who take it? The shot? No, did Kenny didn't take the shot. No. I know. And, and what did they say about the shot you don't take? You miss 100% <laughs> of the shots you don't take. He missed the shot, brother. Don't tell me. Yeah, no. see, you were ready for that. That is exactly. not true. He missed that is not the true. shot. He was wide open, mm-hmm. and then he's mm-hmm. not used to taking the last shot, so he passed it to his brother. His brother did the spin move, you know what I'm saying, with the tongue out, jointing, and missed mm-hmm. the layup. Mm-hmm. All right, so his brother missed the damn shot. But Kenny Stop. did too, because you miss the shots you don't take. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Shit. Man, I knew you were going to come on here with some Kenny hate, man. Kenny, nah, nah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Kenny, Kenny, to me, made the movie. Marlon Wayans made this movie. Kadeem yeah. Hardison did a great job, don't get me wrong. As the ghost, that was, that was perfect. Because he has just enough comedic talent to be able to play that role and also still have the acting chops to be serious in certain times and you know what I mean like be able to have the experience to do whatever he needs to do so when they go to the next scene and they don't show him it looked like he's doing that so yeah I think they had the right roles but for it but to keep it all the way real Marlon carried this movie bro yeah Marlon really like think, think about this right for him to have to for him to have to act in two different scenes through this whole movie, basically. So he has to act with Kadeem Hardison in one scene. Then in the other scene, he has to act as if Kadeem Hardison is there in that scene. So this is, this is one of my favorite scenes in the, in the, um, in the movie. And I think I said this on the coming soon when they was at the restaurant and that nigga was eating the salmon and, <laughs> and Kadeem Hardison made him put, uh, uh Antoine made him put the, the A1 steak sauce on it. And she was like, you put A1 steak sauce on the salmon? He was like, yeah. And then he ate it. He was like, that's the shit. You know, make it there. And then nigga tried to drink that water, and that shit was good. The fact that he was doing that shit himself, bro. Oh, man, listen. When I tell you, bro, that that scene right there make me laugh hard as hell every time. 
he is a fucking fool to be able to do that shit by himself. So to me, I think that Marlon really carried this movie, man. Being able to um, interact as if somebody else is doing something, but he's doing this by himself. Like I thought that was genius for him to be able to do that. And to me, that's what gave him kind of the edge on Kadeem Hardison. Um, what did you think about, you know what I'm saying, the um, the situation when RC finds out that Antoine is, is quote-unquote back? Uh, so we, we talking about when when she first found out when she watched the video and his hand wasn't even touching the ball. Yeah, I think that she knew that something was up, and right because she was like, "How's this trash ass team doing all this shit?" Yeah, and then like the most <laughs> ironic shit, yo, what they did with Malik when this motherfucker is going out of bounds. <laughs> Come on, bro. Listen, if y'all never seen this movie, come on, bro. This dude is going, he's going for a loose ball. He's going out of bounds to get this loose ball. To basically, like when you see a guy going to go throw the ball back in before it go out of bounds, he's in that mode of the of throwing the ball back in. Whole body shifts in mid air. <laughs> Inbounds, one nobody, step on the ground. Nobody could explain that in them. Everybody's face was like, "The fuck was that?" <laughs> like, the fuck? Is this nigga, this nigga, Superman. Yo, this dude did a whole three sixty in the air, one yeah. foot inbounds, and did a dunk. But the, the, the funny part is when he landed, he go. That shit cracked me up, bro. That's what I said. That shit be cracking me up, bro. But, like, yeah, so she, what I do like is the fact of, like, so he already had an incident with uh, with RC mm-hmm. in the club when his brother, well, he was he was at the bar and this guy came up to him, drunk as hell, made him knock over his beer, yep. got per, uh, got a beer on the old girl first. And then his brother made a bet with him that he couldn't get her phone number. Now that type shit. So he's already had an interaction with her before, and he yeah. liked her. And so they went out on the date, like you know, the uh, the, the 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 tangy salmon. You know, the funny part that you didn't mention, yeah, was when he was trying to get the kiss, and like uh, <laughs> and he was pushing his face. But see, that's what I'm saying. The fact that he was even able to make them faces like somebody was really pushing on it. Come on. No, dude. It was a glass there, man. It was a glass there. It probably was. Glass there. It probably was. But still, just the fact that he was able to, like, continue that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a nigga in his face, though. Like, come on, man. He was Marlon Marlon made this movie what it was, bro. And then, like, just to be in that awkward moment of, like, this motherfucker spinning, kissing her. (laughs) Yo. If I'm a girl, I'm like that nigga said. That shit was funny as fuck, bro. Oh man, but um, but yeah, I for her to have the best story of mm-hmm. the century, just about. Yeah. Now, if motherfuckers gonna believe it, no. no but no. if it, but if she would have showed the tape, oh man, that that would have been. I think that. That would have been the only way people would believe it. Like if people just read it, they're like, fuck out of here. Yeah. Now, yeah, the unexplainable has been happening to this team, but you're gonna tell me a, a dead dude 
Okay, is- <laughs> listen, you you right on point. But before you finish, do you remember what she said when she seen it? What I forgot. You remember? What what she say? She said he's not even touching the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me, bro. But it's like when you see some shit like that, you gotta be like, I felt her though. She was just like, wait a minute, like this motherfucker ain't even touching the fucking. How is he doing this shit? So yeah, yeah. I, I felt yeah. that shit. Always made me laugh. She said he's not even touching the damn ball, and she kept rewinding it and rewinding yeah. it. Yeah, and um, but no, I thought it was dope that uh, she she wrote the story, but she mm-hmm. had a real moment when old dude was like, yo, she'll sell her mom for a story. Yeah, and she was like, "That's what you think of me." Yeah, fuck that shit. And I thought that that was dope, but I also thought it was dope that he, first of all, just imagine the 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 the, the psychology of your dead brother is mm-hmm. back, and nobody can see him, but you was able to prove it to the basketball team. But oh, like when they, when they was in the showers and the lights and shit start flickering, that shit was funny too. Yeah, that shit had me crying. And I, I just, I just thought that RC, she actually had integrity, but she also had feelings for Kenny too. Yeah, and, she started, to, she, she started liking. Him. Yeah, and I, I just think that the whole psychology of it, and then like. He would be able to explain because listen to me, that was a very embarrassing moment of this motherfucker spinning around in the hallway trying to kiss her. Like, yo, yeah. like this is fucking weird as fuck. Like, yeah. you already was eating the tangy salmon and throwing oh, water man, all over your face and all this shit. Stuff. And it's like, yo, she's and then like, no, no, when he was leaning over the table mm-hmm. and she was like, Why are we talking like this? <laughs> That shit was funny as hell. Oh man! So what, did, what happened? What did he? He came up through the table, didn't he? No, no. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he like walked through him. the table or something. He popped up through the table. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, bro. This movie. This. Let me tell you something. That interaction in that in that whole time was so funny, bro. My, one of my another one of my favorite parts, bro. This whole movie is my shit. I told you. I. I I'm just letting you know now. I didn't even rewatch this. I'm going off of memory like you now. This how Uh-oh. this how much I watched this fucking movie. One of my favorite parts, bro, is when he finally meet Antoine and they. I mean, Antoine come back and he finally realized Antoine back, right? So he can't believe it. So this nigga go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and they start tripping. But then they start wrestling, and then the team come in like, man, what the fuck wrong with you? He was like, it's Antoine. <laughs> He's like, he right here. He was like. They can't see me. <laughs> it was like they can't see nothing you doing. It was like they don't believe that shit was fucking funny as hell. But he had that oh, nigga that's what... Nelson. That nigga said that. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck, bro. No, no, no. I look. I like the part where, uh, oh man, when when they when he was on the court mm-hmm. and like <laughs> and Antoine was pushing him. He was pushing yeah. him back. <laughs> and it was just like, and they, oh, they see it on the camera. Yeah, <laughs> walking back doing the timeout. That shit was funny as hell, bro. Nah, but I like when RC was uh. So after she seen the video, not touching the ball, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it went to the bench and it was going to commercial break. He was like, man, tell your brother to get out. He said, man, he said, leave me alone and tell your damn brother to get off me too or some shit. Yeah. It's like she read his lips and like, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. like that was like her confirmation of like, yo, like Antoine is back. Mm-hmm. And but my whole thing is like all of those moments, man, of like just their interactions. And then even even the argument when they got in the argument after he told him after the team came in, yeah. they're like, yo, we don't want to play with Antoine no more. Mm-hmm. So like now that part was Okay, so I'm gonna say the one thing then, but I really want to talk to you about another thing. Okay. So they was like, We don't want to play with Antoine no more. And he was like, Man, look, he he was a ball hog then. It was like he he said, like, No disrespect, but he's even worse now. now. Yeah. So so they had the whole argument, and he was like, Kenny, if you want me to want me to go, I'll go. And he was like, Y'all, this is my brother. I'm sorry if you want to play, he can play. And um, so they did that whole thing, but when he got mad, oh no, 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 this was when they was in the hallway. So mm-hmm. after he did the whole spin move to get the kisses and shit, and he was like, yo, man, like you have no right to be fucking with me while I'm doing this, which it is kind of fucked up. It's like, yo, yeah. you know your brother don't get a lot of pussy. You and then, on your brother, yeah, man. you got blocking on your brother's fucked up. And he got mad and he went in that picture. And he's like, man, you ain't gonna catch nothing here anyway. And he kicked the dude that was fishing yeah. in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was stupid, hey, man. That, that, that was, was stupid. Up, up. <laughs> hey, that shit was stupid. But yeah. my thing is, okay, so we, so I can't even imagine the approach you're gonna take here because the approach mm-hmm. you took on Kenny. But when it comes to Antoine, Antoine was like when he told his brother, he was like, "Yo, like you know, what I'm saying we partners," and he and Kenny was like, "We never been partners." He was right. like, I've always took a back seat to you. Right. Because Antoine really only always cared. Now, don't get me wrong. He loved Kenny. That's his brother. Mm-hmm. But you got that nigga in the, the University of Washington. See, there you go. <laughs> what are you talking about? Man, listen. You got the nigga in the, the college education. Man, listen. Kenny at the end, I mean, not Kenny, but Antoine really, yeah, he wanted to win. Don't get me wrong. Everybody mm-hmm. want to win. But, like, the lengths that he would go to win, like, the, the spotlight was always on him. Like, mm-hmm. he always wanted to take the last shot. He always had the most points. And... I mean, he's the best player in college basketball. What a way they put it, yeah. I just I do think it's funny that they, that they use <laughs> the Washington Huskies of all schools. And, Sheesh. And I do like how they got the rights to use all the real colleges because yeah. people don't know, like, that don't always happen. Yeah. That's why when you see shit like uh, he got game. Mm-hmm. You know the school that he went to? What Lincoln. was that shit? No, no. Well, they used Lincoln. They, he was able to use the high school, yeah. but the colleges. Oh, I don't, I don't know none yeah. of them colleges. He went to like Tech, tech University U? or something. Yeah, I mean, he went to like Tech University or tech something. Like U? That. But that's not even a real fucking school. First it's off, not. the U in the Tech is the end of the school usually. Yeah, you you never heard like the University of Virginia Tech? No, it's just Virginia Tech. You you never heard of fucking uh, <laughs> you never heard Dude. of uh, Alabama A and M Tech. You never heard of no shit like that. Yo, I think the school that he went to was called Big University or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, one of them was big or like Big State or some shit like that. 
It's like, what the fuck is that? But that he didn't get the college rights. Yeah. So well, he got the Lincoln one. Another but- another one that I thought that you now that you bring up another movie that I thought was interesting about that is um, Any Given Sunday. Yeah, Miami Sharks. You know what I'm saying? Well, Miami- yeah. They, but the thing is, they wasn't the NFL. They no, I know, I know that. I'm just saying, just the fact that, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, with that not them not being able to get, you know what I'm saying, NFL licensing to do that movie. Because I think that movie would have been a lot more different had they been able to use NFL licensing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, even though they had NFL players in it. Exactly. Um, another one, uh, Blue Chips. Like, mm-hmm. the college that they – that it was based around wasn't a real university, but they right. played school. They like they played like Kentucky and shit. Yeah, so they got the rights, but not all the rights. Also, but, um, another movie, and don't laugh when I say this. Another movie that actually got a chance to at least use the likenesses was Semi Pro or Semi Pro. I don't know why I just said Semi Pro. Semi Pro. Yeah, yeah, because they had the Spurs. Uh, old dude went to the Spurs, and the Spurs yep. went to the NBA. They had all the they had all the old school ABA and NBA teams. Uh, all, all them throwback joints. Shout out to the yep. Flint Tropics and Jackie Moon. Yep, but uh, my thing is like, do do you believe what Kenny said was true that they were they wasn't really partners because it was really always about Antoine? I don't think it, I don't think it was true. Um, and it, I think it was more so Kenny was looking at it in the light of you don't ever let me get to shine. You know what I'm saying? When in reality, I don't think he realized that he was still shining. Like, you know, I make jokes about Kenny being trash. But if you think about it, though, like if you got a nigga on your team dropping 60 and then you got 20 assists and 10 points, nigga, it's still a double-double. You go into the league regardless. Nigga, who you know averaging – over 15 assists a game in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, who you know getting a double-double in college with a, a high amount like that? Like, you ain't never seen a nigga in college average over 15 assists. I was trying to think of somebody who could have possibly done it, but okay. And that was that's probably that was probably like in the 60s. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you got you also got to remember, like, not only did they have, like, because they was really built like an NBA team. And that's the funny part about this whole movie. They had they had the, the foreign center. You know what I'm saying? They had the white point guard. They had uh, they had the, the two guard, which was, I think, Kenny was a two guard. Antoine was a three. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, they had Malik at the four. They had the backup and Jimmy and all them. Like, so... Just like just looking at that team, you would expect Antoine like to come out and be the man. So I mean, so you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that they I think they did a good job in that as far as like making Kenny at least be valuable. Cause to me, like, even though he probably wasn't scoring as much, I don't think Antoine would have been able to really play his game if Kenny wasn't there. Because it seemed as if he was balling really because of Kenny. Like, Kenny was really the, the heart and soul of that team from the beginning to the end because he was the facilitator of the team. He kept the pace mm-hmm. going and all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every time they showed them playing, you know what I'm saying? You usually see the ball in Kenny's hand coming up the court. 
Yep. And then eventually he had set it up. He calling plays and everything else. So you could tell he was in a in a way he was definitely the captain of the team. Anton was, was just the, Anton was just the man who put up the points. So, I mean, I, I think that they was partners. I just think that because of the situation and because of the fame and everything that Antoine was getting, Kenny kind of felt like, you know what I'm saying? I'm put, I'm playing the back burner. Now I'm yes, I am going to throw this comparison out there. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe uh, I, I know Jamal won't, uh, but it's kind of like Scottie Pippen Jordan situation. Like Scottie Pippen was the one who averaged the triple doubles and shit like that. He was mm-hmm. the one that had the, you know, the 15, 18 points, Mm-hmm. You know, 12, 15 boards, 12 assists and shit like that because the mm-hmm. ball was in his hands and he was dishing it to Jordan. He was the one that was set Jordan up a lot of the time. Exactly. But did Antoine, and I can see how it happened after this, did Antoine go too far by throwing flex into the bad boy? He 100% went too far by throwing Gerard into the bad boy. First off, Gerard was getting in their ass. He was, <laughs> he was ass. whooping their ass. But we the ghost he, had, he had 30 points in the first half. Bro, he was busting their ass. So, first off, shout out to him and, um, and the Georgetown Hoyas, man. I thought that was, you know what I'm saying, super dope for them to have to go up against, you know what I'm saying, um, one of the legendary black coaches. And then, you know what I'm saying, of course, at the time, Georgetown was supposed to be the quote-unquote black school. So, um. I thought that was dope for them to put that in there. Um, but nah, Gerard was he was he was the man, bro. He was the fucking man. Like you you knew first and foremost, like you could tell that they had some type of interactions before, you know what I'm saying, the season started yeah. and everything. Cause even he was talking about how, you know what I'm saying, he he was sorry that Antoine couldn't be there and you know what I'm saying, and all that other shit. And then when him and Kenny got to talking, you know what I'm saying, you could tell they had, like, a familiarity. Like, yeah, they was he, was like, he was like, hey, tell your team about me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, you tell the team about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, you could tell that they kind of knew each other at least a little bit. So um, – They played the McDonald's All-Star game. Okay, right, right. So, um, <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was about to say AAU, but then I thought about it. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't think AAU was around like that then. Um, at least not to that level, but um, so you know what I'm saying, like to me, you know what I'm saying, you you hit the nail on the head when you said that Antoine was, you know what I'm saying, a winner, he liked to win. You could see that, you know what I'm saying, in this game. He wanna be he wanna make sure that, you know what I'm saying, that he putting up as many points as they can. He wanna make sure that everything go through him because you know what I'm saying, he to me, he just seemed like the ultimate competitor. But at times when you get competitive, sometimes you take it too far. And to me, that was one of the moments. First and foremost, I, I feel like the nigga forgot he was a ghost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, the funny thing is, too, is like during that game, this nigga was walking on the court, like talking to this nigga side by side, like just regularly walking on the court like he the coach. Yeah. I'm like, fam, like if that didn't if that don't throw you off watching that, you got to be crazy. Like, this nigga is right here playing defense, hands out. You know what I'm saying? He down low. And then it's a nigga, like, literally footstep walking to him like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? He going to go to his left. You know he going to go to his left. He about to go to his left. See? He just went to his left. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that type of shit, bro. Like, how can you play under that kind of pressure? 
You know what I'm saying? You trying to focus. It's a goddamn ghost telling you what the nigga going to do. Like, <laughs> he can't do that, man. But nah, did he go too far for sure, bro? Because, I mean, the same thing happened to Gerard that happened to Antoine. You know what I'm saying? He went up, came back down, boom, and fucked himself up. I mean, yeah, except, yeah. you know, minus the heart attack part. But just, the, you know what I'm saying, just the falling on the court and everything else after trying to take a shot. Like, And, and you could even tell Antoine knew he fucked up when that happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think that he didn't realize at that moment, even though that push didn't look that bad. Yeah, but you a ghost, like you know what I'm saying? Like his strength, no, I don't no. think he knew like how hard he actually you, you pushed. Got Malik, you got Malik doing U turns in midair, bro. Like you already yeah. know if you if you fling if if you nudge little ass flex Alexander. First and foremost, let's let's talk about this. The the shot that they had when this nigga was going into the backboard and his head was bobbling like that and then the 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 cut that he had bro that shit is comedy bro it's not a funny situation but just that scene is funny bro just the way that nigga head be bobbling in the air i thought that shit was funny i'm just trying to think what your vertical gotta be his head was at the top of the backboard man literally for somebody to to go almost he went from no, his, the his chest. His chest was in the middle of the backboard. Yeah, like and he was and he took off from like two steps past the free throw mm-hmm. line. Yep. And for somebody to go two steps after the free throw line and jump Bruh. that high, <laughs> the backboard. That's that's, that's when everybody should have known it was a goddamn ghost in there. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, nigga? What was that? <laughs> How the fuck did you do it, sir? The fuck. Yeah, uh, but to answer uh, my own question, yeah, I, I think that's when he completely went too far. And, um, you know, you see the uh, Kenny went to the hospital, you know, uh, after he got his surgery and he was waiting for him to get out of surgery. Casey came and she was just like, yo, like, like, like what's going on? You know what yeah. I mean? And um, he didn't tell her at that moment. It was it was after that because uh, they had a practice. Uh, before the uh, national championship game, and he was like, "No, no, no." When he told her, "No," he did tell her before that game, because she found out from Kenny when she when she threw the story away. She mm-hmm. was like, "She was like, yo." Uh, he was like, "Look, I got something to tell you. It's gonna sound crazy, but it got something to do with Anton." Yeah, and that's when she was like. Oh, so he he's he's gonna tell me. So I think that she kind of knew, but like, yeah, I felt that that was that was way too far. Because his competitive juices was going. He threw him into the backboard, and that and that was the, that was really the last straw because they just had a conversation mm-hmm. on yo, we need to get the dude off the team, and then and he tried to give them a chance to win the game because he wasn't really interfering that much, mm-hmm. but. You know, after he threw him into the bat boy, like that was like the last try. He was like, "Yo, you gotta go, Anton." Like, yeah. I know you mean good, but then that's when he finally realized, "Yo, it's cheating, kid." Yeah, and you're doing too much, bro. You're yeah, way too much. Way too much, now, man. The best part about the well, I ain't gonna say the best part, but the most anxiety filled moment of the movie is when Kenny shoots it. Antoine automatically thinks he can't <laughs> shoot. He's trash. 
Let me fly in the air like Michael Jordan and Superman and at least tip this thing in. And at, the whole stadium is quiet in this moment. The only person that says anything is Kenny. And he says, Antoine, Antoine. no! <laughs> Nobody heard that? Nobody heard it. Like, who are you talking to? Antoine is dead. Bro, nobody else heard that. That that puzzled me ever since I was a kid. Like, so nobody else heard that. I mean, the team already know, but nobody else heard that. This nigga yelled. This nigga said, "Antoine, no." But no, the disappointment on Antoine's face. Oh, he said he, no. He said he. Hey, he he was like, bro, "Here we go." Greatest, the greatest fadeaway in in basketball history was it was Antoine hey. going back. Oh my god, that shit was hilarious, bro. No he, way. He, he had was, so much disappointment. Oh my god. That was not because he has no faith in his brother, man. That's what made no it even faith. That's what made the face palm fade away. <laughs> like I said, greatest fadeaway in basketball history, bro. You'll never see another fadeaway like that again. I rival that with Kobe's fade, Jordan's fade, Dirk's fade, Antoine Tyler's fade in the last shot of the tournament. <laughs> That's the one. Okay, so let me ask you this: fraudulent championship? You gotta ask you what? Fraudulent championship? Did nobody else know? <laughs> 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 what? If if they never found out Tom Brady was deflating footballs, is that a fraudulent championship? No, nigga, that count. The fuck? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Oh man, these boys cheated all the way through the damn uh, 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 March Madness hey, <laughs> and didn't man, cheat for listen, the last uh, for the championship game. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, bro. And technically, it ain't cheating. There's no rule that says you can't. <laughs> <do anything>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? If it was me, I'd have been with Malik. Shit, nigga, my points is everything that went up. Yeah, come team up with me, my boy. Oh my god. That was funny though. Malik, like I got 18 points to a boy. Tell him he can use me. Man, what? That was funny. Yeah, man. So, but uh <laughs> Oh man. Um, last but not least, man, what did you think of the coach's dance? Listen. <laughs> what did Yo, you listen. think of the coach's moves, man? First of all, trash. Mm-hmm. But my but my assistant coach with the James Brown oh, split, he was getting it. He was getting he, it. yeah, yeah. He was getting it. Hey, and he, and he did it in the slacks. In the slacks, no, had no the great slacks. Home, he got busy. Yeah, he got busy. Hold on, let's talk about you know what I'm saying the '97 gear, yo. Man, you remember when we used to wear our clothes eight times is too big? I still do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never let go of that trend. After I seen after I seen where clothes was going, I was like, nah, I'm staying in the nineties, baby. Yeah, hey, uh, I still wear my clothes too big. Fuck that, bro. Hey, I see the way niggas wear their pants now. Them shits look like leggings. I'm cool. Hey, listen. Well, mine is a slim fit, but it's not but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. But but nah, man, it, it, it's funny. It's funny to see it, but uh, but not nah, like yeah. The dance, the dance moves they 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 were they were they were pretty bad. But we see a lot Hold of on, it wait now. A minute. I'm glad you brought that up, though. I'm glad you brought it up. The niggas were Carl Kanai in college, bro. 
97, yeah. That's about right. That was, that was the time. They didn't, no, they didn't have no money. Who said that they had no money? Man, their dad died, from? man. Man, their dad died. Uh, health insurance. Oh, okay. Way to come out. <laughs> you let's like talk, that? Let's talk about the real. Let's talk about the real goddamn problem. Where was they getting all this money from? Listen, how did really, how did how did he how did he get Antoine there? Yo, mm-hmm. you talking about that? I'm talking about these dudes. They had the the Gary Payton gloves on. They had the Charles Barkley uh, shoes on. I'm telling Yo, you, man. I'm telling you, dudes, man. They had yeah. the flight. Where did they get all this money from? Man, you know they gave him free gear, man. We got to go look at the 1997 University. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to look at some shit, man. Yo, how did they get the Tyler brothers to go there, man? That's what I'm saying. We don't know bro. where they from. They don't really specify where they from. It don't matter, bro. It don't matter. Nigga, I don't give a fuck how much money they they had. Eventually, that shit gonna fade out. So all I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying? When when the, when him and the coach was talking on the steps, you know what I'm saying? They had that sentimental moment, and coach mm-hmm. told him, you know what I'm saying? I need you to step it up, Kenny. Yeah, why why didn't he tell the truth about how they got there? Hmm? <laughs> I paid y'all to be here. Now you got to step it up. Because if not, it's a bad investment. That's all I'm saying. Man, why, why are you changing the conversation, man? <laughs> not how it went. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I, I just, I'm just saying because everybody, you know, what I'm saying, been going back and you know talking about, you know, what I'm saying how people was taking money in college and blah blah blah. They did the Fab Five wrong, even though I don't like their school. I still, you know, what I'm saying, rock with them individually. Um, but you know what I'm saying? The Fat Five had to go through it, so why couldn't Antoine and Kenny Tyler go through it? That's all I'm saying. Man, <laughs> you was wrong, man. So, yeah, Kenny. man. All in all, man, this to me, like I said, bro, this this was such a fucking classic, bro. Like, my nigga got the girl at the end. You know what I'm saying? Man, he, he, got to, he got to send his brother off the right way, you know what I'm saying, with a chip. Um... You know what I'm saying? The the team did their thing. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, man, it was it was a, a feel good movie, bro. All right. So before we go, before we go to uh <clears throat> before we go to Fire Flames. Okay. So when after the so when they was when when the light came and mm-hmm. Antoine had to go. So he go out there, say say his goodbyes. He was like, "Yo," he said. The coach said, "I could try out for the uh, start of uh, what not start, but uh, for the basketball team." Mm-hmm. And um, so, this is my question to you. So, ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's all. I mean, I can't really think about like who. I mean, I'm pretty sure. That, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of players that are dead, but I mean, players that we can remember. Remember, but it's like, is Antoine making the team? I can't really think of nobody. Like did, I know, like Lynn By- Lynn uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Lynn Bias died in the '80s, early '90s, well, that's because he was because he was supposed to take Larry. He was supposed to be like the successor to Larry Larry yeah. uh, Bird. So that's so yeah, Lenny Bias. Lynn Bias he definitely on the team. Well, yeah, Lynn- because Jordan, because Jordan, um, because Lynn Bias busted Jordan ass. 
in uh, mm-hmm. 84. No, mm-hmm. 83. 83, he busted his ass in 83. Yes, yeah, so Man Bynum yeah. was dead. Is Earl Manigo still alive? Manigo, I think Manigo was dead. If Earl, if Earl Manigo was dead, then he definitely not getting that spot. <laughs> That nigga was that nigga was touching the top of the backboard, grabbing quarters off that motherfucker, man. Um, hey, the funny thing about that, is Uncle Washington don't believe. What the the Earl Manigo that yeah, jumped he was the, there. He was like, I don't believe it. He would always say that. He would say, Why would you jump up there and take it off? He's all you gotta do is grab the rim. <laughs> because man, he wanted to show him he had hops. He had the weight. Hey. He had the ankle weights on all the time. He had to take them off. You know what I'm saying? And, and get, you know, get boogie real quick. Let him know, nigga, get up there. Now, I don't think he touched the top of the backboard either, but I think that, you know what I'm saying, he was just one of them players that just had the hops, man. Yeah. Um. Yo, that that that's a good movie, too. Shout out to James Earl Jones. That's that's the one that had... Uh, uh, that ain't his name, is it? Uh, what, uh, what's my man's name? Don Cheadle. Talking about the one with Don Cheeto played? Yeah, sure. Don Cheeto. I'm saying, is, is his name James Earl? Am I saying that right? James Earl Jones? I don't remember who else was in that movie. I just remember Don no, Cheeto. Well, am I saying his name is James Earl Jones, yeah, right? James Earl Jones, why am, yeah. feel, why am I feeling like Jones ain't his last name? Nah, it's Jones. You talking about light-skinned dude play uh, Mufasa? Mufasa? You disrespectful to the motherfucker. Darth Vader, man. Man, this guy. King Mufasa. Yeah, man, but you you don't go straight to Mufasa, bro. You man, know the Darth Vader. He the voice of Darth Vader. No, we ain't doing this today. It's respectful. You, I can't believe you. You're not Mufasa. doing this today. <laughs> Everything the light touches, Simba. That's funny, bro. Uh, <laughs> Hey man, it's fucking ridiculous, bro. Like how many movies we done watched in our fucking lifetime, bro? Yo, we that's, are that's sick. why this is the that's why this is the perfect podcast, bro. Because just the fact that niggas can go and reference just random ass movies like that, that's funny as shit, bro. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Earl Menigo story, bro. That was a that was a crazy story, bro. Yeah, it, you know, it definitely was. That was heartbreaking to see that he ain't never get a chance, man. Um, oh, never mind. Pee Wee Kirkman's still alive. I better say I don't think I don't think he would have got it. Pee Wee, God forbid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he would have been fighting um, for roster spot, definitely. For sure, because sure. all he could do is dump, man. I mean, notice he said we didn't even see him take a jump shot. I ain't just taking jump shot. Well, he took the jump shot when no, he was he a kid. A, no, he took a jump shot in the in the movie. Yeah, he, he took at least one. He took yeah, he took one. At the, uh, at I think the, it was uh, like a by the sideline or something. Yeah, free throw. Okay, now mm-hmm. I mean, so it, was, it was either by the sideline or the free throw. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe he maybe he'd get a six. Never mind. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to. But I, felt, got it I felt how corny it was. It was coming out. I think everybody yeah, knows. I, I felt how corny it was. I nah, we, just, we ain't gonna do that. Hey, that was just like you remember. Uh, and uh, yo, we are sick. You remember in <laughs> Kill Bill? Yeah. When they was t- telling Oshie Ren's story, mm-hmm. and when the girl when she was up under the bed and she said whisper and it came out and then she pushed it back oh, on the mouth. <laughs> That's what you just did. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Hey, if y'all ever see 
He'll be a volume one. You know what I'm talking about. You know what you know what movie is the PG version of Kill Bill? That reminds me of that. Oh my god. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yo. I'm be honest with you. And I'm ashamed to say this because it got my girl in it. I have not seen those movies. All right. Let's go to Fireflies. Let's go. All right. I, I'm disappointed. I feel bad now. You should. <laughs> Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. What you got, man? What you got? What you rating this thing? Oh, man. You put me up first. Oh. Uh, for for what this movie was, the classic that it is, even though um when it comes to some of the supporting cast, like it is for me, it's only really like too deep. Um when it comes to Michael Michelle. Um Coach did a he did he did a right job. Um the moms did a right job, but it, it was mm-hmm. really it was it, it was really Kadeem and, and balling. But for what for what this meant to a certain demographic, I I gotta get this movie for because it's it's rememberable. Like like this is one of those movies. I mean, nineteen ninety seven. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in middle school, and you know, I don't know. Right. This is when I saw it, but it was just like, it's just one of those movies from the past that I will always remember. Like even watching it, like I haven't seen it in years, but like even watching it, it's like yo, like I forgot like how funny this shit was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four, man. Okay. Um. So for me, man, I I appreciate this movie because, like I said, man, it has a, a strong sentimental value to me. Um, being nine years old, seeing a movie like this, black lead actors, um, you know what I'm saying, having the you know what I'm saying? Being able to have the, the skills that they had, the, the older I got, the the more impressed I was with the acting um, from Marlon Wayans. And then once again, this is around the time Marlon Wayans was actually trying to, you know what I'm saying, break off of the comedy roles and do real, you know what I'm saying, dramatic roles. Um, I think even around the time in, in Wayans Brothers, this is when he was, you know what I'm saying, doing the... Uh, doing the storyline of being a, trying to become an actor, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Um, the only reason I don't give it a five is because of it's, it's a classic, but it just don't have that same weight for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for me, you know what I'm saying, just for me personally, it's a it's a four point five. Um, if it was just up to me, I would give it a five. But just because it doesn't hold the same weight, and it's one of them things that's like if 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 you don't really like if you ain't really into it, like you know what I'm saying, how how I am, it's not gonna be one of the ones that you just watch. You know what I'm saying? Like you might not even this is one of the movies that you you might catch on bounce. And that's if they show it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, don't, yeah. it don't it don't get enough to me personally. I don't feel like it get enough love, but it's just it's I don't know. It's just something about the movie that it they just don't give it the replay. So um, I'm going I'm going four point five, man. 
Hey, man, and you make a great point there. Like, like this don't, I don't remember like seeing this when, like, when you talk about cable TV, like, I don't really remember it running on Showtime or Cinemax or T, even TBS. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, th this ain't a movie that is put in rotation. So I think for some of our viewers, it might be like, yo, it'll either be I forgot about this movie or I've never seen or even heard of this movie. Right. So I'm glad that we did this, though. Yeah, me too. 100%, man. Um, so let's get into the coming soon, bro. Let's do it. Coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah, I was looking on Michael Michelle Instagram. She's still fine. Um, <laughs> um next episode, man, is gonna be um just it'll be a different episode for us. Um we'll be doing a documentary or docuseries um on HBO called Exterminate All the Brutes. Very interesting piece. Um I watched it when uh it had already, it had already had been released and I've heard I think I first heard it on the Joe Budden podcast. He was talking about how good it was. And uh I went and watched it, checked it out and it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. It definitely had my attention through the whole thing. Um and I was I was in amazement that they was able to even put this out without any flack. Yeah, and like I can't speak too much on it cuz I did I did watch it, but mm -hmm. I mean it was one of those things where it kind of faded in my memory. Right. But um but yeah, it's going to be interesting watching this again. Yeah. And uh and but you know, usually I I watch everything with the the thing of it being material that can be right. used. So Right. But this time around, it's going. I'm gonna definitely pay a little bit more attention than I did the first time around. So it's gonna yeah. be interesting doing this one, though. Yeah, man. So um, if y'all want to get ahead of it, you know what I'm saying, and and you know what I'm saying, hear what we have to say. Um, when the episode drop, y'all go ahead, go to HBO Max, check that out. Um, it's a docu series. Um, it's called Exterminate All the Brutes. And uh, yeah, man. Also, let us know what you think. Also, let us know what you think about the six man. If you haven't seen the six man, watch six man. Then come back and tell us on our socials on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, let us know how you feel about this movie, what you thought about this movie. Also on Facebook as well. Um, but if you do want to uh, give us um, your rating and your review of said movie, you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at View and Nine Pod. You can also hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Also, um, we will be having a Patreon on the way, so keep an ear out and an eye out for that. Um, we working behind the scenes to kind of get that together, but we're coming up with some ideas about some things that we want to do, and um, I think we could. I think we're gonna put something good together, man. Um, also. Follow me on Twitter at Scoos Bronson. Uh, oh, yeah. Follow me on TikTok, too, man. I'm on TikTok now. Follow me on TikTok at Scoos Bronson TV. That's all I got. 
All right, man. Y'all can uh, also check out the pod, uh, View Anon Pod on uh, IG and Twitter. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, VA Podcast Watch Group page on Facebook. And uh, you also can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less on IG. Just put out a new episode. Shout out to the guy E. Carter from the uh, yeah, First man. Class Podcast. He jumped on the okay, pod. Jumped on the, yes, sir, man. Uh, episode 73. So go check out uh, the 28 Minutes or Less that I did with E. Carter. So I appreciate him uh, for jumping on that episode with me as well. So find that on all major platforms. What's up, man? Shout out to E, man. Shout out to Seeds. Also, shout out to uh, JD, uh, also known as Drippy. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so um, see you guys next episode, man. With that being said, appreciate the um... – oh, man, I had a brain fart. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate the support. Like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. Okay.